Welcome to the Leela Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, conscious coach and consultant, and I'm on a mission to bring consciousness into the modern world. Learn from my teachings, tips, and interviews so you can thrive in your life and business on your own terms. Enjoy today's episode. Be sure to leave a review and share this with a friend. Welcome to Back to the Basics. I am your host, Linda, and I really felt like it was perfect timing to do an important episode on what the basics are. So joining me today is a conversation around what are the basics, why they're important, and how you can connect and tap into those every day. So starting with what are the basics, let's look up for a moment the definition of basics. So forming an essential foundation or starting point, fundamental. So when I say let's start with the basics, I'm talking about the basics of your day, the foundation, what is fundamental, what are the starting points to set you up for success? This is going to look different for everyone, but if you are feeling disconnected from your basics, I'm going to offer you some ideas and some solutions for what this could mean for you. All right. So we're, we're going to start from waking up, but the first basic before waking up is great sleep. So you wake up and that's really like number one, but zero would be great sleep. Great sleep looks different for everyone. Um, but maybe actually really great sleep looks very much the same. Um, a a great mattress. We just upgraded our mattress. Uh, if you look up bear mattress, uh, we just got one of, I think it was their copper model. I was having literally debilitating back pain. Uh, funny story. We switched our memory phone, switched the side. So like I was sleeping in my husband's side, which had his body weight preference, the whole thing, memory foamed in. And I was having like debilitating back pain. So not only in a lot of different ways to heal that, we then got a new mattress and that's been amazing. Great sleep. Basic number two, if you are sleeping with a partner, spring for the second comforter. I cannot stress this enough. They say this like hails from Sweden or something that the Nordic folk are doing. One day we were fighting over the comforter so much and we bought a second one and it literally changes our sleep. Uh, you know, I'm a big furry friend, furry family friend. I love our dog so much and I wish she could sleep with me every single night, but she can't sleep with us every single night. So that is a boundary that I slash we do our best to honor. I think our one, um, one pass at that is if it's thundering and lightning, I I always get like the soft card for her to be able to sleep with us. Okay. I feel pretty complete on sleep there, but the last thing I will say is I just started taking adaptogens at night before bed and I'm by no means giving medical related advice. This is a disclaimer to that, but I'm taking adaptogens at night before bed. And this is like I'm waking up really freaking rested, which that feels like a luxury. I'm waking up before the alarm rested. Like that for me is like my dream to wake up every morning before the alarm rested. So this adaptogens before bed, I am sticking with this right now and loving it. 
And there's a million other things that you can do to optimize sleep. I'm not going on a sleep tangent, but I can't talk about the basics without talking about sleep health. And there I just talked about sleep health. Okay. So the basics, you wake up, you brush your teeth. Now the day is starting. There are a few bits to a ritual that you can create that are transformational. I'm going to share with you a few of my favorites. Number one, conscious breathing. Do this with me right now. It's a steady inhale for four. Hold for four. Exhale for four. Hold for four. And repeat. You can move through that as many times as you want to. It's an amazing way to get yourself ultra present into the moment. And then part two to this would be diving into some kind of meditation practice. Uh, there's tons of apps for this. I have an amazing meditation teacher. I practice Vedic meditation and have been since 2015 in some way, shape, or form. Uh, this is a traditional two times 20 minute sit, so twice a day. I am quite diligent with my first and probably 50, 50, 25%, 75%, whatever. It's a hit or miss for the second sit, but this practice has changed my life and continues to, and it just continues to stack. If you have a practice that you love doing that first thing in the morning, this is a lot different than getting your meditation in after something else. And I'll tell you why. When you wake up, you are in this very relaxed state that then the benefits of meditation are able to stack on because there has been no heightened activity, right? Your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, you're at like this baseline chill versus being in a frenetic heightened, maybe anxiety state. You haven't consumed any content or information. It's like the best of, of, of yourself in that exact moment. Um, this morning, actually, I had an amazing morning. I got to take our dog for a beach run with a dear friend of mine. And I'd say I'm like 95% able to get my meditation in before my other things. But today wasn't one of those days. And that's okay. I didn't like beat myself up over it. But when I did sit down to meditate, I was like way more heightened. I was having intense anxiety. I was like, whoa, this is a lot different than when I sit down first thing in the morning and meditate. So that's why I share with you the importance of getting it in first thing, right? Using that conscious breath to get you into a receptive state to step into your meditation. All right. So you complete your meditation. Maybe you do use an app, being mindful of how far down the rabbit hole of your phone you will go. Uh, you use your meditation practice, whatever that is. Now what? On any given morning, this looks a little bit different for me. This could look like I love Lacey Phillips and her work. I do her DREs, which are daily reprogramming exercises. I like to do belief work, which I have core beliefs that I let immerse into my body and spirit. I do sometimes most of the time what is a grounding practice where I visualize connection from the base of my spine deep into the core of the earth. This feels very grounding and nourishing. From there, balancing all the chakras with just a very simple, like if you're not into chakras, just picture like this clear, um, clear, balanced energy going up from the base of your spine through the center of your 
body, your being up out through the top of your head and opening up here, connecting to source, connecting to divine, connecting to God uh, and welcoming in the guidance of your higher self. Something I've been doing with my clients lately, if you are familiar with the surf world and slang, you know what the shaka is. I make my hands in a shaka. I'm doing it right now. I put this little shaka above my head, sticking straight up. This is about six inches. I think one of my clients said I was making some weird sex reference or something. And on top of that, I put my other hand and I'm like, hi, higher self. This is where you live. I'm remembering that this is where my higher self lives. And I have connection to that and to divine and to God and to all the things in every freaking moment whenever I need support. When you're able to tap into this, the information, the intuition, the guidance, the answer, the next step comes through so clearly and being able to connect to that first thing in the day is super powerful. Uh, some journaling. I may do some journaling. I'm into some Kundalini practices. I might do a Kundalini practice. I'm really into the Har mantra right now. Um, and that's pretty much the morning ritual. This could take anywhere from 20 minutes to truly probably like in my most luxurious an hour and a half depends on the day. It depends on how I am relating to time in that moment. And it all really feels good. I feel so blessed. I let myself feel this. I am the blessing. I am blessed and really connect, get some visualization in feeling what it feels like to be confident, to be assured, to be receptive, to be known, to be excited, to be powerful, to be communicative, to be clear, to feel what it feels like to provide massive value, to be what people look for, to trust myself. Um, this is, these are the types of practices that I am very connected with every single morning. All right. From here, some of the other basics, right? Great hydration. I like to follow some Ayurvedic practices. I put a little bit of sea salt in my water. I literally pretend like my cells are opening up and the water is just feeling so good in my body, nourishing it. Some other basics, whether it is sea salt in the ocean, I know this can be a luxury. The other luxury, Epsom salt in a bathtub, both of those are like the best energy clears ever. Another basic that I am loving right now, in addition to adding the adaptogens into my practice, if you have not worked with Bach flower remedies or flower remedies and you felt called to them, I cannot um, recommend this enough. This is a homeopathic uh, treatment, I guess. Homeopathic, we'll just say treatment. But flower essences, like this is the ultimate plant medicine. I'm holding in my hand right now, restore energy. I take two of these drops when I'm feeling it. I have five or six other flower essences. Sometimes I dabble in a blend. This came to me probably six, five years ago with an acupuncturist. And I just recently, within the year, felt recalled back to them. And there is just some magic that I cannot explain. On the Bach Flower Remedy website, you can go on and take a little assessment and see what you're most often experiencing or working with and then choose the flower remedies to support yourself. That is a basic exercise. 
you know, if I could write a law, it would say you must sweat four times a week. Anything above that is gravy. Anything below that you are asking for some bummer trouble, mental health, emotional health, physical health. You got to sweat. You got to get your lymph moving. You got to get your body moving. You got to get the detoxifying, the blood, the cells, the whole thing moving. So again, I don't really like being like, do this. Like, here's the latest fad. It's just like, do what you like to do, sweat, whatever, however you want to solve for sweating, solve for sweating. All right. In addition to the sea salt water in the morning, like stay hydrated. A little lemon is an amazing way to do that. Being able to mix in with some of your favorite fruit juice. If you find water boring, that's great. All right, a few other basics before we wrap for the day. I hope you are getting everything you need right now. This is one of the most powerful questions I ever ask myself when I'm feeling in a funk. What can I do right now to support myself or and or what can I do right now to have fun? When I'm in the the third, these are like the three questions. It just depends on the mood. I'll go to whatever one I can get to fastest. What can I do right now? What, what do I need right now? What, what do I need right now? So these are three questions. What do I do? What do I, sorry. What do I need right now? What can I do right now? That's fun. How can I support myself? If you're in a funky mood and you ask yourself that question, you tap into your shaka higher self and you answer it, you will feel better instantly. I promise you this works 100% of the time, right? Every single person's life circumstance looks different. So you may be a mom, a business owner, a husband, a whatever, a kid, a grandchild, responsibilities, roles and responsibilities. I get it, right? I get it. I get it. I have my own period, whatever. It's not to be like, you have more, you have less. It's like when you have a moment of overwhelm and you have a breath, ask yourself one of these three questions and take action, whatever the action is. It's very powerful. All right. That's going to shake up the energy immediately. We talked about moving. We talked about, um, drinking water. I want to talk to you about nourishment. So I can sometimes in my little entrepreneurial world, not eat. Uh, this is not like my favorite place to go to. Um, but I go there sometimes. I don't need to get into all the other things, right? I had like eating disorder tendencies, but as an adult, sometimes truly I'll forget to eat. So, right, I said sweat four times a day, like make it a practice to eat two or three times a day. Uh, I know this sounds super basic, but this episode is on the basics. So it is. Uh, I use two different meal services. One we use as a family, we use Green Chef. By the way, on my website under lilalife.co, you can go and check out there's a tab called my favorites and I give links to my favorites. So check that out. There's some promo codes that is affiliated. So side note, um, but we use green chef. We love it. We do the vegetarian gluten-free and why do we love it? We love it because 
I'm a trained chef. Like I could cook every night, but I don't want to cook every night. So when we use green chef, my husband's able to cook without an issue. And he prefers it sometimes because he's quicker in the kitchen. Sometimes I'm in like flow, whatever distraction It's my time to unwind and he can just get it done faster. I think that's why he's like, I'll cook. Um, but green chef has really helped us a ton be able to eat healthy, eat this like very well-sourced nourishing food, trust what we're getting into our body. The other one is using bistro. So I would never like ever be saying, I love frozen fruit, but lunch was a really hard one for me. And I was either kind of like eating out a ton and that was equaling maybe more than extravagant meals than I would have liked both in time and what I was eating. Uh, and then, or just not eating. So Vistro are these little frozen meals that don't take as long to cook. They like literally all take 15, 20 minutes and they're good. And you can pick again, like the type of meals you like. We are predominantly, I am predominantly plant-based, vegetarian, sometimes eating fish, um, always gluten-free, always like asterisk, always like always as much as I can be. But Vistro is the other one. I don't think that promo code is up. I can get one of those up. But um, yeah, they, it, it's really powerful. So the takeaway is eat, other than pitching you all these epic meal services. Um, know where your food's coming from. Cook as much as you can. Uh, you know, where does your food come from? If I could sum up a year of health coaching and a year of uh, culinary school, like that was the big question that I got as like the most important question. So tuning in around that. So these are some of my favorite basics. I would love to hear yours. Comment on this episode, share your basics. I hope my hope for this episode is that you got the reminder of a basic that you weren't tending to. I'm not going to end this episode without talking about the one last basic, your financial well-being. You may or may not know I was in finance for seven years and also in my own struggles of my own financial well-being and take the time to face your finances, whatever that means to you. Everyone's in a different place. There's no shame when you have a plan that immediately eradicates stress and anxiety. So take the time for your finances. That is everything for our basics today. I hope you got everything you needed. And Lily Rose, our dog, says hello. Much love.